Welcome everybody to episode number 205 for January 6, 2013. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And today we're going to be talking about social media. Is it evil or is it good? Is it a waste of time? Stick around. a blast from the past, eh? Um, yeah. I'm not sure about all the lyrics in it. I we didn't play any of the lyrics in it. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> so are we really recording? Or are we just still trying this out? We're really recording now. Are we really? Yep. I am so surprised because we've been practicing for half an hour now. So I wasn't sure when, <coughs> when we were really going to start Well, it's this. not my choice. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we're trying out our new system. We've been using the old system to record our podcast. And um, now that you've been using it for work, um, and you've got it figured out hopefully enough that we're we're on the right track. I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's, we'll see. Uh, just different getting used to a recording system like this, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Well, you have nice large monitors. We had, you know, we have um, had to get another People one. People don't care about the monitors. You know. They can't see them. But I can. And All they care about is, does it sound okay and can they hear us? Well, and they're closer to me, so I can actually read them, so that's nice. So how was, <laughs> how was your week, dear? It's been a whirlwind, my dear. Yeah, so what have you been up to? I've been doing video game music this week. And sound effects. Sound effects, music, and, and character, uh, working with... Character voices yeah, here there. Yeah, and working with um, a singer from uh, Wisconsin or somewhere like that. Um, yeah. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere east of us, but I don't think it's Wisconsin. I think it is. Really? <coughs> yeah, I was looking at it tonight. Oh, okay. Well, she, she went to school in Boston, I think. Oh, went to school in Boston. Yeah. But she, okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's fun. So you've been working with people all over the United States and all over the world this week. Yes. And that's yes, I have kind of an uh, you know typical work week for you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, let me see. I did that, and I uh, finished up a job for uh my friend from australia Mm -hmm. and i think i'm going to be working on another video game coming up this week for a different uh a different video game Mm -hmm. so we will see yeah i've got some uh (coughs) a big project coming up (coughs) for a uh, a tourism council on the gulf coast the the Gulf co- the Gulf Coast of Texas or I Louisiana. I think it's down in Georgia. Georgia that that's not on the Gulf. Not Georgia. Uh, 
It doesn't matter. I'm not supposed to say. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm going the Gulf Coast. It's the Gulf Coast. How's that? It's usually that's, around. That's all you get right now. Around Texas and Louisiana. If I, if I tell you any other things, I have to kill you. Okay. Well, please don't tell me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. So, so what have you been doing? Well, um, I I only work three days this week because we had um, <coughs> New Year's Eve. I didn't think I, I didn't work New Year's Eve, and I didn't work New Year's Day. New Year's Day was our third Christmas, kind of. Oh well, yeah, kind of. We went and visited my yeah. my mom and dad and my sister and brother-in-law. We had and five hours of, five hours of driving about with around there. Yeah. Because we drove up to Bainbridge Island and back. And yeah, we did. We had a very nice visit with your family. Yeah, it was real nice. We had a, It was very relaxing and ate some good food and laughed and talked and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was very pleasant. It was nice to see your nieces and your sister and brother-in-law and mom and dad. And yeah, it was. We didn't see all of your family, but we got to see a good amount. I mean, a bunch of them. Yeah, so we had a good time doing that, and boy, this has just been a long week. I, I, I only don't know had, why it feels so long, but I've just been so busy, I guess. Yeah, I only had three days of work this week, but it just seemed like a, a busy week. You know, with the traveling and, and um, yeah. And then we, ha- we have to say something, because um, we've had some supporters of our podcast that are very good friends of ours that had... Um, a tragedy in their family, right? As we were coming home from Bainbridge Island, you got a text um, that a very sweet friend of ours, a father of of, um, three boys and a a husband and very sweet man, friend of, you know, he he passed away on um, New Year's Day. And and so our prayers are with their family and... and, um, I'm not sure that we're going to make it to the memorial service, but we've talked about going down this summer and and visiting with um, the wife and kids and hanging out with them for a day, maybe. And yeah, it's, tragedy it's is no fun when it happens. And uh, um, he was in pretty good health and everything. And then so it was uh, a shock. <laughs> yeah, nobody expected this. And yeah. So it, you know, it's difficult, but. Uh, we really feel for the family and mm-hmm. are hoping that, uh, you know, everything work out for them. But it's been really tough for them. So pray for pray for Tim and Carrie, for and, Carrie and, and all the kids. And it's just it's a difficult you time. Know, for them. One, one nice thing is they knew that the dad husband had a very strong faith. Yeah. And, you know, they. They're not really sad for him because they know he's with the Lord. He's in heaven. Mm -hmm. But they're sad for themselves, and I'm sad for them for, you know, because they, you know, her kids, um, Carrie's boys are about our kids' age. and, And it's, you know, I just can't imagine... You know what it would be like to to not have a a husband to. Uh, well, she sad, she put sad. it very, very correctly when she said she lost her best friend. Yeah. And she, you know, it, 
you know, if somebody's sick, you kind of prepare yourself. And even then, when they pass away, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But if somebody isn't sick and they yeah. ju- it just happens, mm-hmm. it's very difficult. Yeah, it because is. you're not you don't get like I was talking with Nathan this morning, my son, and he said, you know, it's just sad because you don't get the you don't get a chance to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And in and in our case, I mean, we we know that our faith is that uh, that we will see each other again in heaven, and so. It's not really a solid goodbye, but it is a, a it is a time of mourning because mm-hmm. you just don't can't go talk to him anymore. Yeah, and it's it's difficult. Well, it's a loss, you know. We're we're losing our time together here. You know, we we won't see them here, and you know we were we were driving back from your folks, and you know it's it's not really we had a pleasant drive because it wasn't raining for once. It was nice and fairly sunny it was a nice drive but still you know five hours round trip to see your family that's kind of a bummer sometimes and yet you know we thought you know you don't know if if something could happen that that could be your last Christmas with somebody and I mean we don't want to live our lives really out of fear but at the same time you you don't want to just take people for granted you want to be able to well what's important in life yeah you know i mean so we've talked about this since we started the podcast yeah it's relationship relationship with god relationship with others those are the things that are eternal yeah and you know there's there's material things there's you know jobs there's cars there's houses but you know, all those things can change so quickly, but, you know, your close friends and family, um, those are the jewels in life. Those are the really valuable things. And um, you're, you're getting more quiet and more quiet. I'm getting more talk. quiet. How's okay. that? <laughs> okay. That's better. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> do you have um, anything else you want to say before you like? Play a promo or something? Play a promo or something? Are you saying, <laughs> stop talking now? I don't money. know. It's kind of, you know, this is a hard subject because, you know, we've had, I think, this family we were talking about, um, they've, you know, been part of our podcast family since near the beginning. Yeah. Because you were friends with Tim from... T- on Treks and Sci-Fi, I yeah. think, even yeah. before we started the podcast. Well, and when I had my art shows and stuff, um, Tim's mom and dad came all the way up from Oregon to see the show. and Twice, yeah. Two different art shows. And the last time we got to enjoy dinner with them. Mm-hmm. And it just was we hung out with them all day. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it was we a really great enjoyed time. Talking but it's just sad because you don't, yeah. I don't, it just hasn't even really set in. Well, you know, when you yeah. lose somebody like that, you're just like, wow. Well, I'm, I was, I was thinking um, about about the family because my dad was um, only sixty. He died in an accident. And I was only twenty, and so um, I was about the same age as as you know Carrie's kids or close, yeah, you know, in, in that in that age range, and um, you know, so. Because I had gone through that, you know, it made me feel for the kids. Because yeah. I remember when you told me about my dad being in the accident, 
I didn't cry for him. I didn't cry about it at first because I said, it's okay. He's with Jesus. It's okay. He's with Jesus, you know. And then later on, I realized when I have kids, we didn't have kids yet. Yeah. We'd just been married about 11 months. And <clears throat> I said to you, I that's when I started crying because I'm going, my kids won't have a Grandpa Bale. I had the best Grandpa Bale. My kids aren't going to have a Grandpa Bale. Yeah. And that's when it really hit me. And I cried and cried buckets of tears because I was... I was sad for the kids I didn't even have yet <laughs> well, that they weren't going to have the, the grandpa like I had. And that's why it's so important. I think, you know, we we don't rank on other religions or anything like that on this show. We we really just talk about what our faith is. And, and that's why, you know, death is really such a final thing. But when you... When you believe like we do what the Bible says, that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, that kind of changes things as far as, you know, it gives you hope to know that someday when we pass away, we'll be with our loved ones that knew God. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's, that's I think one of the reasons that's so important. And when people talk about, about evangelicals and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I think that is, that is, if you were to ask me if I'm an somebody to ask me the other day if if I was an evangelical and and I said yes but not probably like you're used to and they asked me a few questions of what that meant and I guess what what I mean is that I I really desire that people will be together again and that when something as awful as death occurs it's nice to know that somebody has faith and that they'll be there when when you pass away as well. Mm. And that is, I think that's important. So do I want people to go to heaven? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the reason I think that if you asked if I was evangelical, I would have to say that because evangelism simply means, or evangelical in, the, in biblical terms, means someone that... Who shares the good news. Yeah, that shares with people the good news that Jesus died for them on the cross and rose again so that they could have eternity in heaven. So mm -hmm. that, to me, is really important. So when it comes to why people say, well, why do you share your faith or why do you talk about it? It's because I don't want anybody to, to not go to heaven. Yeah. I mean, why would we want someone to go to hell? Well, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> and and that's the and that's I guess the passion is, that 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 um, we just care about people and we don't want to see and, them. And one up. thing is, is I think sometimes people have an interesting picture of God that He's on this throne and He can't wait to turn people into burn marks and send them to hell. Right. But according to the Bible, He says it's not God's will for any to perish that's right and and when it comes to hell he's it, the bible says that god did not make hell for a man but he made it for the devil and his angels it wasn't god's will for any person for any go. person to go to hell right. it's like a it's supposed to be like a prison for the devil and his demons but it's not supposed to be a place for people to go now Sometimes people may make cho choices to reject God and reject his son. And 
you know, they they go on a different path than than is best for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they reject a loving God and they choose a different way. Well, I think a lot of times, though, it isn't necessarily God they're rejecting, even though that does happen. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times the representation of God has caused them to go sour. Yeah. In other words, they they don't want they they want they reject the religious part of things. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Or re- you mean like reject the organized religion? Right. And right. So then what happens? You know, yeah. because the Bible doesn't say that going to church will get you into heaven. Yeah. And the Bible doesn't say that if you are a super good person, that's how you're going to get in. Mm-hmm. Th- that isn't how the Bible works. It's not. That's not how it w- it's believing in God. It's believing in Jesus, that he died on the cross for us and rose again. That faith in Christ is what gets us into heaven, not faith in religion. Yeah. And so that gets confusing to people. And it, I, it I can does. understand. It does. I, I mean, I'm disillusioned with a lot of organized church kind of things. And yet at the same time, my faith is not gone as far as my faith in God, because I don't, you know, I think we, we confuse it a lot of times and we go right back to what we what we've done as the human race for years and years and years, and that is trying to work our way to whatever, mm-hmm. and that isn't how it works. So, all that to say, our our friend who passed away suddenly was a man of faith. He believed. Um, he was rough around the edges, just like all of us are in areas, mm-hmm. but that didn't really matter to God. It matters more that that um, you know our friend Robert knew the Lord, and and that's who he's with right well, now. Well, so. he. He loved God and he loved others too. He really did. He cared he, a lot he, about people. You know, like I guess he was very supportive of, not only of his sons but all of his the sons' classmates friends. Of his sons, yeah. yeah, you know, he was just went to their sporting events and just, and things they did at the school and stuff. He was just he was just a, really, a really very good guy. caring yeah. person. And yeah. uh, and we're gonna miss him. But uh, anyway, so pray for their family and. Uh, you know, things like this happen in life all the time, and we don't talk about it because we don't, we're uncomfortable with it. Yeah. But um, all that to say, our desire is for you is that you know the Lord so that if anything does happen, not only can you see your loved ones again, but uh, we get to see you again. Yeah. That would be good. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not trying to force anything down your throat or, or anything like that, but, but we do want to say that uh, it is good to get right with your maker because mm-hmm. none of us are promised the next breath. Yeah. And I know, I know some people want to believe it's all marshmallow land and, you know, everything's hunky dory. And when, you know, that nothing bad will ever happen. But the fact is we don't know how long we have. None of us do. Mm-hmm. And we should live every day. Like it's our last day because, uh, and we should love extravagantly, you know, yeah, because we just don't know. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. And there's just, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I may have told this story on the podcast before, but it was a, uh, it was quite a while ago when the kids were really little. And I was, um, I got a phone call from a friend of ours that said there was a guy in the nursing home that had asked all about God, wanted to know more about God. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had left a message on my answering machine. It was about, I think, it was like ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And she said, "You, Rick, we really need you need to come down and talk to this guy right away." And it was ten o'clock at night, and I was tired, 
and I didn't want to go. You were working. You had to be at work at like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were working um, at the radio station then. And so I just thought, well, I'll just give her a call in the morning and go visit him tomorrow. And uh, and, and I kind of was being selfish that night, and so I just went to bed. And when I woke up in the morning, I called her, and she said, well, it's too late. He passed away last night. And that that still has stuck with me all these years later, mm-hmm. 20 years later. And I determined at that point that if somebody wanted to know the faith that I had, I would share it with them if they if they really want to know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of missed the opportunity there. And I I don't I just don't even want to think about, you know, I don't know what happened to his soul. I don't know what happened to him. But um Boy, I missed an opportunity my, to share. Yeah, my the good hope news with is that if he was asking questions, that he called out to God, because the Bible says, "If you seek God, you will find Him." Yeah, it says, "Ask and you will s- receive; seek and you will find." Mm-hmm. So, if you if you are seeking God with a, a genuine heart, you know He will show Himself to you. And yeah, I think sometimes. Again, religion gets so strict on the rules of this and that. You've got to think this, and you got, and the doctrine has to be this, and the dogma has to do that. But um, I don't know. I think I think God's a lot more merciful than that, and I think that He knows people's hearts. Mm-hmm. You know. But I, I I made a vow at that point in my life that if somebody really wanted to hear about God, that I would definitely talk about Him, and you know, I'd share my faith with them because I just think that's really really important. It, it only takes like one thing like that to happen and then you kind of reevaluate things mm-hmm. and you realize, you know, I don't even know if I have tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but, and none of us are guaranteed it, uh, but we are, if we, if we have faith in God, then we are of course guaranteed to be with him if anything happens to us. And so mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a good thing to have. I know some people say, well, that's just like fire insurance. Well, yeah, it kind of is. But um, but if it's good fire insurance. But if we're wise, <laughs> we'll take we'll I don't know if take advantage oh. is the right word, but that we'll have peace and joy, and we'll we'll, well get to know the God of the universe here, I, not just. Well, I was talking to somebody uh, just this week, and and we were talking about how, well, what's the worst thing that can happen if we're wrong? If, if we as believers in what Jesus did on the cross and as believers in what the Bible says, if we're wrong mm-hmm. when we die and and what we believe is not true, mm-hmm. then what have we lost in life? Well, if we follow what Jesus t- teaches and we love God and love others. Then we actually have an awesome life. Yeah. I mean, we're... If we, we if we genuinely care about people and we do mm-hmm. you know do good and 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 uh, love on people and and be real and honest and and straightforward, when you, if, you, if something happens to you, well then you've lived the best life you can. Yeah. And some people would say, well, yeah, but I didn't get to do this and do that and blah blah. blah. And it's like, uh, wait a minute, you know there. Oh man, we might have missed a few diseases. We might have hurt somebody. Yeah, stayed out of jail or whatever. (laughs) The fact is, you know, um, you can't go wrong by caring about people and loving people. And and I don't know, you know, uh, if we're wrong, then that then we've lived a good life. Mm -hmm. But if we're right, 
well, then we've done the right thing by letting other people know about him too. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, yeah, sorry. There's a cough yeah. in your face. Oh. Yeah. Well, this got really heavy really fast. Yeah, that's why I was going, should we play a promo or something? <laughs> we got, I mean, here we go. We just jumped right in. <laughs> Maybe we should call this, what happens when you die? Yeah. Well, you know, um, to tie it in with what you were wanting to talk about today, um, when we were driving back from Bainbridge Island, you know, you got a text and we've been in contact with, our friends through social media and, you know, sending our care and our love to them. And so we'll talk more about that, about how to use social media to encourage people and to um, show our love and support. Okay. Don't you think? Right after this. Yeah. daughter today yeah she's my daughter too is sitting on the couch uh-huh <coughs> working on her homework because she's got lots of class she has speech class and a bunch of other stuff four college classes plus a high school level and she class. made the statement um maybe i should get rid of facebook because it's just a waste of time mm-hmm. and well can, it, it's and a distraction guys, to her and you guys yeah. were talking about that mm-hmm. and i got to thinking about it because I hear that from a lot of people. I hear a lot of people, oh, Facebook, waste of time, you know. Twitter, what a, man, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm Twittering, like they're addicted to it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I hear that on a, on a regular basis from people, especially mm-hmm. from people that, I don't know, just, well, I don't know. I think her point was that sometimes she's tempted to be on Facebook when she should be right. doing other whatever other yeah. stuff on her computer like her math. And it <laughs> and it occurred to me. Mm-hmm. I thought about it for a while and I came out and I said to her I said, "Well, can, why don't you consider this? Mm-hmm. What if instead of looking at Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and all these different things as a distraction or a waste of time, why don't you purpose them?" Mm-hmm. In other words, what if you used those social media things to encourage people mm-hmm. or to um, make them smile or to brighten their day? What if you, instead of trying to get what you wanted out of them, you you gave something out to people mm-hmm. and looked at it that way instead of it instead of letting it run you you run it mm-hmm. using it for as a tool for good and i got to thinking about that mm-hmm. and i thought i have quite a few friends that are podcasters mm-hmm. and they're from all over the world but what i love about them is that they do something with the internet besides let it be a waste of time or a negative thing i mean because i think we've We've heard before the number one use of the internet um, can sometimes be a real negative. 
Yeah. Um, and and so, you know. But why not take this wonderful creative mm-hmm. medium communication that exists. Communication tool, yeah. Communication tool to make a difference in a good way. Yeah. And and so she goes, I had, I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. And and it just occurred to me that sometimes in life, a lot of the things that we allow to kind of run our life, the only reason that's going on is because we haven't, we don't have a goal or a purpose behind them. Mm-hmm. And if we purposed in our heart to do something with them to encourage people, it might change the way we use that particular medium. And and then it, you know something good could happen. I think of our friend Gareth mm-hmm. from the UK. Yeah. And when I first knew him, he was kind of quiet and he was been listening to the Martians are here podcast that I had been working with Stefan on. And he, um, I remember him talking about, he has Asperger's syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I remember him talking to me about it and I asked him, well, I, what is that? You know, so we talked back and forth a little bit. And then I thought, you know, this is really fascinating stuff because I know there's a lot of people that have that. Mm-hmm. And he was so knowledgeable about the subject and everything. I got to thinking, man, what if he did something like a podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just really encouraged him. I think he had, I can't remember if he had the idea or how it worked, but I just encouraged him. Yeah, do one because mm-hmm. I think you'd really do good. Now he has a podcast called Gareth's World. And he's put out a few episodes that are just very informative and very cool. He's even had guests on to mm-hmm. talk about the whole situation. And and he really is doing a great thing. Mm-hmm. But before, you know, he probably just dinked around on the Internet and, you know, did email and stuff like that. But he really didn't use it like he's using it now. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a cool, cool thing. Because now a guy... Over in the UK that before didn't really talk to a whole lot of people. I mean, he did, but but now he's using his gifts and his talents to help a whole group of people mm-hmm. with something that has affected their lives. And all of the people that are uneducated in that field are now getting an education, if they listen to the program, on what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And so to me, somebody like Gareth is a perfect example of taking the Internet and using now he uses uh, YouTube. He does YouTube videos of playing video games and stuff. It's really mm-hmm. cool. He uses um, Twitter, mm-hmm. and he uses Facebook, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure he uses other things too. But how cool is that? Well, but and, he's not the only one. I know yeah. tons of people that do really cool stuff. Well, and some of us aren't as techy as others but you don't have but, to be super techy but you don't I, have to be techy to do facebook yeah i mean even i can do facebook and i you actually did it before i did i yeah you were on and, facebook long before i was and the reason why i got on was because i love to read and one of my favorite christian authors mm-hmm. um was doing a live chat on facebook so i said i got her email talking about it what time and so i said hey help me sign up for a facebook account because i want to chat with her and and so i got on facebook quite a few months before you did i think yeah and i you know i didn't really do a lot with it but (laughs) i got it got it going and um but one thing i use facebook for quite a bit 
is um, people will ask for prayer for different things and or ask for, you know, well, what does the Bible say about this or what do you think about that? And <coughs> and so, you know, we'll private message back and forth. And um, I use Facebook quite a bit for stuff like that where, you know, it, it might not be convenient for me to fly to the Midwest or the East Coast to, to talk to somebody. But if they have questions, I can talk to them, you know, on Facebook, sure. you know. Well, I think one of the, uh, for the last four years, every Sunday afternoon, I have posted on Facebook, how can I pray for you this week? Mm-hmm. And I've had hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of prayer requests. Yeah. And people have, have privately you know, messaged me to tell me stuff that they don't want to put all over Facebook, yeah. obviously. But it's been a real cool thing because so many people they want to be prayed for, but they don't. They don't have anybody that'll pray for them. And I'm not saying I'm anything special. I'm just saying that I've used social media to get that opportunity out there that somebody might be able to be prayed for. And mm -hmm. as a result of that, we've had tons of people pray for us. Yeah. Sometimes so, people go, how can we pray for you this week? Right. <laughs> but on the, on the other hand, too, I've also had a lot of really interesting discussions over the Internet on lots of the subjects that we cover. Uh, I'll do an impromptu question. And we get tons of different opinions from people from all over the world. Now, we would have never had that before. And, you know, sometimes I just get really upset with people that will go, ah, that blasted Facebook or that Internet, that's just a bunch of crap. Rah, rah, rah. You know, you shouldn't use that. God doesn't like it. Rah, rah, rah. You know, they just do their big, they're scared of it, really. Mm -hmm. They don't understand it. And I just get really frustrated with that because it's like, what? You have an opportunity. Like, like who was I talking to the other day? I can't remember who they were, but they they were like, uh, oh, yeah, it was a, it was a musician. And they said, oh, I don't want anything to do with Facebook. Hmm. And I thought, well, you're missing the boat then because you have an opportunity not only to connect with all the people you've ever known in your life mm -hmm. that are on it as well, um, but you also have an opportunity to meet new people and get your music out to so many people that would never hear you before. Well, uh, who But would... they're old school. They were yeah. old school. they just like, I don't think that'll work for me. I don't understand it. I'm like, well, get to understand it because... It's a wonderful way of getting not only your message out, but meeting so many people that have mm -hmm. enriched our lives. Well, and um, I noticed that there's a lot of people in the entertainment industry that are using it very successfully. Very. Um, I don't know how many, um, like, what's that kid's name? Justin um, Bieber. Justin Bieber has... He's got millions of yeah, followers like crazy and on twitter yeah yeah and he he you know tweets all the time taylor swift does it yeah and it and Tons, you know they're they're the twitter. younger generation but they they really communicate a lot but it's people. interesting trying to explain twitter to people that are 50 years old and older mm -hmm. lots of them don't get it yeah if it's usually under 50 that people kind of get it yeah, and there's some of us that are still kind of slow on the whole Twitter thing, but well, you know what I mean. I yeah, mean, but just I, explaining I do Facebook. social media to anybody mm -hmm. is hard sometimes when they don't understand. I mean, we <laughs> still have people ask us what a podcast is. Yeah, yeah. It's like really, you know, you don't know what a podcast is, but but it, you know, we always explain it. Well, it's um, 
how do we say it? We say it's um, it's, it's like, like on a on-demand radio show, <laughs> right? Yeah, like an on-demand radio program. Yeah, yeah. That's how we describe it. Mm-hmm. And that seems to that you can you know we kind of tape a record a, a um, radio program kind of an audio program and then. People can listen to it whenever they want. They can right. download it or stream it but on. We have we have so many examples of people that have taken the internet and used it for something good. And uh, again, I just am really, I'm blown away by how there, cool it can be. There if you is use it right. one caution that I'm going to say about social media, and that is that just as in anything, um. It's important to guard your heart. And what I mean by that is oh, I've yeah, heard... Yeah. Don't I've believe heard, everything you hear on well, the internet. Well, not just that, but I've heard that um, 50% of marriages break up today because of Facebook. Really? 50% of... The Are you kidding? Not, not 50% of marriages, but 50% of the breakups. And I'm not totally sure about that fact, but... I, I've heard of of people that have, and I know personally, people who have gotten together with like old high school boyfriends or different things, um, and it wasn't really the best thing because the guy was married and then he left his wife and, you know, s- situations like that where I think one thing you have to be careful with is how much time I I know one thing that I try to do is if um, somebody's you know like talking to me chatting with me on words with friends or Facebook I'll talk about my family I'll talk about my husband and my kids and you know if if we talk very much back and forth and usually like it's a text oh good play on words with friends or something if I'm playing with a, a, a guy and I usually I try to make sure if someone <coughs> asks to be on the my, internet you don't even know if they are a guy yeah well and I try to make sure like if it's someone that wants to be my friend on Facebook I'll go to your your page on Facebook and and make sure they're a friend of you or, you know, maybe I have some friends from a long time ago that might be my friend and not your friend. But most of the time, if it's someone I don't know, I will check and see if they're your friend. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I think that's the only thing that I can really, you know, and then, of course, don't put out information uh, about your personal life that a stalker could take advantage of or something. We'd be in big trouble. Yeah, we kind of are out there. We kind of like do the real, the Moyer reality show. On we're kind of out there. We just have to pray that there's lots of angels around our house. But, but you know, for for my daughter, I'll say don't you know try not to tell people too much about like where you live, and even though people can find that really easy. But, but anyway, I you know you do need to have some common sense. But your point was is you can use it for good. You just have to, you know, well, have some here's boundaries. Here's a few things you could do. Number one, you you know, you could say, are my social media habits helping or hindering me? Mm-hmm. And however you answer that question, then you proceed. If they're hindering you, if they're stopping you, or they're wasting your time or hurting your relationships with other people, so on and so forth, then 
then perhaps you should repurpose why you use it. And and there may be a time to take a break. If 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 you are not using the internet in a healthy way, <laughs> it may be good to take a break from it. Well, the next step that I was going to say yeah. was, was to find, you know, look for something that you could do with it to encourage people. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, if you're if you're if you write poems, write poems. If you if you're a b- good blogger, blog. If you uh, have good recipes yeah. that you can put on, put recipes. You, there's tons of things you can do. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I encourage you to look at those things and say, well, what could I do? To really help people out, to and be a, an in, not a, and be a um, make a positive contribution, a positive contribution to the community, mm-hmm. and and I'm talking our community is much, much smaller than it used to be because now we can, you know, you and I have listeners from all over the world for this podcast, mm-hmm. and that we never would have had that before. So mm-hmm. the internet opened up the doors for us to be able to do some really cool stuff. So, well, you know, you did a a show with someone about communication and how you've used technology in your career and in your life. Mm-hmm. And what was that one called? Was that Trekmate? Or can you remember which one that was? Well, while you pick your brain. Um, I was just thinking about you, you were a communication major in college. And when we first got married, you started as a program director for a Christian radio station and were there for 10 years. And you've always used technology to communicate, but when we were first married, your communication on the radio would only go like 30 miles any direction. Right. <laughs> so mostly only people in, in our little harbor could hear you talk. And now with the internet with with um podcasting and with facebook and twitter we're all over the place and yeah within well, a couple of, of seconds from, it's all over the out world. of the states yeah for like your business from australia you the uk uh japan several mm-hmm. different places yeah and so it's really really wild that couldn't have happened mm-hmm. back in 1986 right. when we first got married right that the internet was not in use i mean not i mean there are some people had modems i remember that would play like chess and board games and stuff yeah with their modems but it wasn't anything like today yeah so i guess i guess the the, the thing that we wanted to do was encourage people to you're not it's not by accident that you have a tool at your fingertips that can can be easily used to distract you, but at the same time, with a little bit of thought and some patience, you can use the Internet for good. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage people to do that because you have something to offer people that uh, you're the only you there is. And... You've got something really good to contribute, and I would encourage you to do so. Mm-hmm. And and I would just second that. I remember years ago um, having this thought come into my head, and I believe it was God that was that told me, you know, you say you're shy, 
but you're really just being selfish. And I was like, what? What? And and I kind of felt like God was telling me, you know, I put something in you. And I put something in every person. And they're supposed to share that. And, and um, through however, through you however, you know, and it may just be smiling or maybe just raising your family, raising your family, loving on your kids, maybe or talking your, to the people at your work neighbors, or, or yeah. caring about people at work. But there's something that God put in each and every one of us that's a gift to share. Mm-hmm. And that's our part. I think, I think of tons of people that I know that um, would never even say that they're a religious person or a person that even is spiritual, even though I think a lot of them are more spiritual than they think. And I can tell what's in their life, the gift that they have. Mm-hmm. Because you just have to spend a few few minutes with somebody and you can tell what their passion is. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> and boy, I, I don't know. There's just something about being a steward over. And, and and according to what we believe, you know, if God puts something on the inside of you, we should be a steward of that. And in other words, we should uh, we should do something with it, because I don't believe we're here by accident. I know a lot of people will say, well, you know, you know, a bunch of things came together and you were just poof. There you were. There you were. But I really do believe that God created every one of us with a purpose and a reason. And uh, none of us are here by accident, no matter, regardless of what anybody's told you. You're not you're not an accident. You're you were purposed Mm -hmm. and you make a huge difference in someone's life. Probably more than one someone. And you matter. And I think with the tool that we have in front of us, I knew as soon as we had resigned from the church that we were involved in uh, that we were leading the i knew that there was a bigger thing ahead of us that we needed to reach out to a bigger audience than what we were doing and and a different audience of who we were talking to and it hasn't been easy and it's been really different but it's been really cool and it's not it's not the same type it's not a reward like right we're not getting rich from it trust me and <laughs> we don't we sometimes we don't get hardly any feedback but every once in a while we do get feedback like today i got a text from someone that had seen a post on facebook that i had written and they said it really changed their perspective and for the last week now they've been looking at things completely different and and, you know, you, you think about that. That's like, you know, because I get hassled. Well, yeah, she had over 2,000 friends on Facebook. You accept anybody, blow. And I'm like, yeah, my goal is to have as many as I can for the exact reason that I got the text form today. Who knew that that one little statement that I was feeling when I woke up because I was trying to encourage my own heart that day, and I made a statement about um, objects in the rearview mirror seem to be bigger than they really are. You know mm-hmm. how it says right on them, yeah. and that you can't you can't go forward in life if you're always looking in the rearview mirror. It's good to look for a moment to make sure you don't have anything going on bad, mm-hmm. but you we really the windshield's bigger than the than the than the, the rearview mirror, mirror for on a purpose. Reason. Yeah, and that's just a simple statement. We're supposed to ninety percent be looking forward, maybe more than that, ninety five percent looking back. <laughs> right, and but that little statement really really touched a bunch of people's lives. But all I was doing was I, w- I had woken up that morning 
and I was thinking I was sad about some some loss in my life and some relationships that I missed and I thought I can't I can't be I can't draw I'm not going to be able to finish all the work I need to do today and be a blessing to the people I know I'm supposed to be a blessing to today if I keep looking back at the people that hurt me Mm-hmm. So I was looking in the rearview mirror. So I wrote that be- for me, mm-hmm. but it, look what it did. It touched a huge amount of people. And then one person actually wrote to me and told me how it touched them. Yeah. And I thought, okay, this is why I want all these friends on Facebook. This is why I do what I do because that little short silly statement can make a difference in someone's life and give them courage to do what they were called to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. What if we all had that mindset? I used to tell people when they came to church, when I was pastor at a church, I used to tell them, why do you come to church? And people would have all these reasons why they came. And they were all mostly selfish reasons. And one day I challenged the whole congregation. I think it was the beginning of the end when I did this. And I told everybody, I told everybody, well, what if you came to church to give something to someone else? Like, what if you came to church and looked for someone that was n- not doing so well today and you went and you cared about them? Mm-hmm. What if you looked around for somebody you could take out for lunch after church? What if you came and thought, wow, that person, you know, I know they're struggling right now financially and you brought money and instead of giving it in the offering, you gave it to them or you took them shopping. Mm-hmm. I remember saying this and, and the, it was almost like, <laughs> I, it was almost not like, popular with the elders. Probably. Well, all, I remember seeing the faces of people gasping yeah. almost because they weren't used to hearing that type of thing. But but what if mm-hmm. instead of always taking, we contributed? Yeah. And I don't mean just money. I'm talking about time and effort and and noticing and caring. What if we did that? It, I think it would change the world, mm-hmm. which is what I think. In my opinion, when I look at the Bible, I think that's what Jesus was talking about. He wasn't talking about big elaborate buildings with councils of elders and and uh, big money and, and all these big, huge machines. I think Jesus was talking about people and loving on people, you know, caring about people. It is interesting because there's a few instances <coughs> in the New Testament where it talks about Jesus reading from the scripture in the in the synagogues but it seemed like 99 percent of his um like the i don't know how to say this 99 percent of no um i want to i would the word that came to my mind was ministry but how do you say this um helping and teaching Serving people. serving people yeah. was was done out in the community. It was yeah. at it the lakeside. It was in the pasture. Jesus has left the building. <laughs> it yeah. was in people's homes, and you know it was it was in the community. It, it wasn't just in a temple or a synagogue or a right. church. It wasn't just in a building to fellow believers. Because it, it was, to 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 Jesus, it wasn't religion. It was life. It, yeah, it was and that's a different really how way to live, a different way to, to think. Really. So there, I hope everybody's been encouraged. We, we just think you were very cool and you have a lot to offer. So don't sit on your butt. Don't don't uh, don't put something over the top of of the light that you have to shine and 
and do something. Do something with what is burning on the inside of you. And I guarantee you, you don't have to be traditional about it. You can be totally non-traditional. You can be totally crazy, you know, but do it. Mm -hmm. Don't just don't just waste your life. Do something with it. And, you know, be more compassionate, be more loving, be more extravagant with the way you live as far as treating others nice and and Mm -hmm. doing something that makes a difference. So that's our encouragement for the day. I hope that you've been inspired and and hopefully you'll examine your life a little bit more and say, hey, you know, I do have something I could offer. There is something I could do. Maybe, you know, take that social media and use it to encourage people and watch what happens. You will not be sorry. Mm-hmm. There. Good How's that? Good. Did I do good on my soapbox? I, I think you have a nice soapy box. Thanks. <laughs> my daughter is the one who actually suggested this subject because... I didn't, you know, we put out there, we were looking for subjects to cover and we got some really interesting responses and we're going to look into doing some of those programs. Mm -hmm. But for today, I've been so busy. I just, I'm tired. And then she said, well, why don't you talk about what you told me? Because that was kind of cool. Yeah. So if my daughter thinks it's cool, then I guess I should talk about it because, you know, I'm pretty not hip anymore. Well, to our almost 17 year old daughter. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, thank you guys for listening and hopefully we can hear from you. You can get a hold of us Mm -hmm. at, um, Rick at takingwithyou.com or Amy at takingwithyou.com and (coughs) on Facebook Facebook at facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. Find us on Twitter at moyer777. I'm sorry. I can't remember YouTube my Twitter at, address. At, at YouTube.com slash Rick Moyer 777. Don't have one of those either. But you can look at Rick's. Sure. But you can get a hold of me at Facebook. I try to answer people within 24 hours if you message me. Yeah. Sometimes within two or three seconds if I have it in my hand. Or but words with friends with Amy. <laughs> yeah. Amy Moyer, I, the number two. I had kind of... That's her username. For a while, but I think friends. I might have another position open now. I'm Moyer seven 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 on Words with Friends. If you ever yeah. want to play me, so this has been a Moyer Multimedia. Wait, wait. No, we just renewed our our domain. Oh, okay. For takingwithyou.com and for Christrocks.com. Okay. And on, did that it, cost a lot of money? Uh, it was about forty bucks. So mm. if anybody wants to help with that, that would be awesome. You yeah. know how to give to us. You just you, you can give to Rick at takingwithyou.com on PayPal if you want. Okay. If you want to help us out, that would be awesome. Yes. Okay, now you can do your thing. Okay, this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production copyright 2013. All rights reserved. I was so concerned I missed that. I'm very that impressed. Up. Yeah. That. It's a new year. Okay. We're going to um end the program. Okay. With a cool song that I was um, paid to do for my friend Stefan Sonic. Okay. He has an awesome podcast called Highway to Mars. And we have permission to play it on well, our He podcast. already played it on his podcast, so we're going to play it. Oh, okay. And we're promoting his podcast. So I right. don't think he's so going to have a problem. So as long as this is a promotion for Stefan Sonic's podcast. No, I can say I'm playing it. Oh, okay. I composed this song and wrote it for him. He asked me to do a... A sci-fi through the years type of song. 
mm-hmm. and then worked with me very uh, closely to get the theme that he wanted. And so this is a minute and 20 seconds. We're going to leave you with this. And you should go over and listen to Highway to Mars. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. By the way, we're on Stitcher Radio as well. Mm-hmm. You could listen to us on Stitcher. It's really a cool app for your whatever device you have. And you can listen on the computer too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're going to play this song and go out for the first podcast of 2013. Thanks everybody for listening to Taking With You. We love you and we'll see you next time on Taking With You. God bless. Oh.